Move Forward Radio is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Find a physical therapist near you at MoveForwardPT.com. You're listening to Move Forward Radio, a podcast featuring interviews with physical therapists and other healthcare experts with advice on how you can move forward. Welcome to Move Forward Radio. I'm Eric Reese. Most of us know somebody or know of somebody who has injured his or her ACL, even if we haven't experienced such an injury ourselves. Still, those three letters might be pretty much all we know about this vulnerable body part, other than perhaps associating it with the knee. In truth, however, we all could stand to know a lot more about the ACL than we probably do, starting with what those letters stand for and extending into the typical causes of ACL injuries and why younger athletes and girls in particular may be especially at risk of sustaining a full or partial ACL tear. Niraj Bahadi, as a board-certified clinical specialist in orthopedic physical therapy, is well familiar with issues related to and treatment of the ACL, particularly in young athletes. He has presented at the American Physical Therapy Association's combined sections meeting on the life cycle of pediatric ACL injury from onset to recovery. So he's in excellent position to tell us more about why such injuries happen, how best to avoid them in the first place, and what's involved in recovering from ACL surgery. Here's our conversation with Niraj. You're a board-certified specialist in orthopedic and in sports physical therapy, uh, and you do a lot of work with uh, youth sports uh, injury management and prevention. Can you talk a little bit about uh, where you work, uh, the patient population you serve, and and the kinds of conditions you you tend to treat? I uh, work at uh, UCSF uh, Benioff Children's Hospital um, here in uh, Oakland, California, and uh, we are part of uh, the UCSF Health uh, which is uh, based out of San Francisco. And uh, it, we being a children's hospital, we sort of specialize in seeing um, pediatric athletes, uh, adolescent athletes from age of uh, 7 to 25. So you can think of uh, kids who are sort of, you know, in elementary school, middle school, high school, and as well college kids as well. And uh, basically we're a team of, uh, you know, sports-certified physical therapists, physicians, athletic trainers, and the emphasis really is on treating adolescent athletes. And we see, you know, a variety of, uh, variety of sports injuries all the way from, you know, ACL tears, concussions, uh, ankle sprains, all the way, you know, to, uh, to all sorts of athletes, uh, you know, who play football, soccer, basketball. And in fact, we also see, uh, you know, gymnasts and dancers over here. But the focus is, again, um, like I said, uh, treating adolescent athletes. So you, you mentioned uh, uh, ACL tears. Uh, according to a presentation you gave recently at uh, the American Physical Therapy Association's combined sections meeting, um, uh, ACL injuries have, have increased over the uh, past 20 years. First of all, can you start by just uh, talking about what the ACL is and, and the ways in which it tends to get injured? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. ACL, <clears throat> which is uh, which stands for anterior, anterior cruciate ligament, is uh, actually one of the four main ligaments in the knee joint, and some would argue it's probably the most important uh, ligament in the knee joint. And essentially, what it does is it provides sort of you know, stability to the knee, um, you know, front and back, side to side, and rotational stability as well to the knee and the structures inside it, uh, such as the meniscus. 
And uh, it is important uh, for athletes who are performing, you know, cutting, pivoting, jumping motions, that which you would, you know, in sports such as soccer, football, basketball. So um, that's where its role really becomes critical. Niraj, can you can you talk a little bit about how an, an ACL is torn, what that process is? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, ACL, again, is one of the most important ligaments in the knee joint. And uh, what they have found is that 70% of uh, ACL injuries occur in a non-contact mechanism. Uh, in the non-contact, what, that, what I mean by that is basically nobody, while playing a sport, none of the other athletes or teammates actually hit or tackled uh, the person who tore their ACL, and they still tore their ACL. And, and it's kind of baffling that 70% of these ACL injuries happen in that mechanism. And basically, it's from an athlete, you know, maybe they're coming down from a jump or uh, and they land incorrectly, you know, and they maybe hyperextended their knee joint or they, they, the knee buckled in sort of a internal rotation or a medial direction, you know, which can cause an ACL to tear. So uh, that's typically how someone would tear their ACL. Why is it thought that incidence of these injuries has uh, increased o- over the past couple of decades? Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, there was a systematic study, uh, which is a type of re- highest type of research study, which was published last year, and they found that, um, especially in adolescent athletes, the injury rates are going up uh, by about 2.3% every year. So the injury rates are going up uh, since uh, 1994 for the last couple of decades here. And uh, it's uh, hard to tell exactly why there's a surge in uh, ACL injuries, but uh, the theories out there by the experts is that there is a correlation between children participating in organized sports at an um, earlier age compared to what the previous generation was doing. And uh, not only they're playing at the earlier age, they're also playing sports longer throughout the year, uh, sort of this year-round sports. And uh, that could uh, that could be again responsible for uh, increased uh, increased ACL injuries, a surge in injuries. A quick break to tell you about Find a PT, the American Physical Therapy Association's national database of physical therapists. PTs are movement experts who treat people of all ages and abilities, helping them to improve and maintain function and quality of life. Don't wait until you have an injury to see a PT. Contact one today and learn how you can improve your fitness and prevent health problems before they start. You can contact a physical therapist near you, no physician referral required, by going to MoveForwardPT.com. And now, back to this episode of Move Forward Radio. Does this trend uh, tend to apply equally to younger athletes uh, uh, as it does to older ones, and is it more pronounced in one gender than the other? Um, I, the injury rates actually are higher in in the younger athletes compared to the older athletes. In fact, the uh, athletes in the age of uh, 15 to 18 years old have the highest incidences uh, of ACL injury rates. And uh, in terms of the gender, uh, the ACL injuries do tend to affect the female gender more than the males. And uh, depending on what study you read, uh, females are at a risk of anywhere from four to six times higher likeliness of having an ACL tear compared to their male uh, counterpart. And, and why is that? Uh, well, you know, the higher rates of injury and in females are, the they again, 
theorize a, a few few reasons for it. You know, it could be from something just as the the anatomy and the geometry of the knee knee joint itself, and how females tend to have a smaller ACL compared to males. And um, there could be other sort of biomechanical and you know neuromuscular control uh, factors such as strength and um, the mechanics of how they perform these athletic motions. So. They, they did studies where they talked about how when females perform, you know, cutting or pivoting or jumping type of motion, their technique and their form looks different compared to males, and that could uh, be part of why uh, they are having higher injury rates when they play, you know, cutting, pivoting type of sports. You, you talked uh, earlier about uh, ACL tears. Uh, are there varying degrees of ACL injury? There can be. I mean, there are different types of ACL tears um, uh, depending on where uh, the ACL goes from sort of, you know, the, the, the bone above the knee joint and the bone below the knee joint the, from the femur to the tibia. And where in that, um, in that anatomy the ACL is torn, uh, that gives it a different type of ACL tear. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can also have a, a partially torn ACL tear or a fully, you know, fully torn ACL tear. And um, the only difference that, you know, if, if, if an ACL is partially torn, maybe the surgeon or the, or the family, the patient might decide, you know, well, let's see how this holds up. Let's see if uh, we really do need a surgery or not. And if it's, you know, maybe just a little bit torn, they might decide to go uh, conservative treatment, maybe not get uh, a surgery. But uh, but if it's completely torn, they are most likely going to have ACL surgery. So the outcomes really depend on if it's fully torn uh, and if, if they decide to get surgery or, or not. Yeah. Is uh, is single sport specialization uh, a factor in the surge in, of ACL injuries? You know, athletes are uh, kids these days are playing sports, organized sports at an earlier <laughs> age, and they're playing it longer throughout the year and you know that's where the whole single sport uh, conversation comes into play is basically when an athlete is playing one sport only um, at the expense of all other sports for at least eight months out of year that's what technically would uh, qualify as a single sport i think the jury is out in terms of if that specifically causes uh, acl tear single sport uh, specialization is generally more related to overuse injuries uh, in the sense that because they are using the same part of their body over and over and over again, you know, without using other parts of their body. So you overuse it, it causes cause more wear and tear. So they could have, you know, anterior knee pain or you could have some uh, growth plate issues because of overuse, um, which you could argue, again, leads to, you know, again, some, some weakness or pain. But there isn't direct evidence to show that that itself can cause ACL tear because ACL tear typically is more of a, a acute sort of a one incident that happens which causes the tear as opposed to overuse injuries. A quick break to tell you about Choose PT, the American Physical Therapy Association's national public awareness campaign. America is currently in the grips of an opioid epidemic. In some situations, dosed appropriately, prescription opioids are an appropriate part of medical treatment. But opioids only mask the sensation of pain, and opioid risks include depression, overdose, addiction, and withdrawal. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is urging healthcare providers 
to reduce the use of opioids in favor of safer alternatives like physical therapy for treating pain. Learn how a physical therapist can help you at moveforwardpt.com slash choose PT. And now, back to this episode of Move Forward Radio. Uh, you mentioned earlier that, uh, particularly in, uh, in in young females, uh, that uh, uh, athletes are are uh, performing sports earlier and perhaps more intensively than they, than they have in the past. Um, uh, what are some preventive measures that uh, that can be taken to to lessen the likelihood of ACL injuries, particularly in these these young female athletes? Basically, what happens again in, in the females, like I said, is that their their mechanics and their techniques and you know their the muscle strength potentially is not quite uh, at you know is, is what's putting them at risk and especially that's true sort of as as the females have gone through the puberty and uh, and a lot of research has been done in this uh, field you know especially uh, FIFA so the the board that uh, manages uh, soccer and football um, across the world uh, they have developed a an, an ACL injury prevention program. It's called FIFA 11 Plus, which uh, you know, they claim that it can help in reducing ACL injuries. And there's a program called PEP program, which is uh, out of Santa Monica, South California, and a sports metric program from Cincinnati. So these are all sort of ACL injury prevention programs that uh, they're trying to promote to have our young athletes, especially females, Perform this as a part of uh, their regular, you know, practice uh, or conditioning program when uh, when the athletes, uh, you know, meet on a weekly basis. And uh, essentially, what they're trying to do with these programs is to improve the mechanics and the form of these athletes when they perform the athletic motion. And it also helps them get stronger and be, you know, better warmed up before you play your sport. It's you know you or if you're better warmed up, again the chances are your technique is going to be better and hopefully you can sort of prevent some ACL injuries. Say that uh, that an ACL tear has happened or, or at least a partial tear is is, is surgery always recommended and, and if it is indicated, uh, how soon does it need to be done? I'll answer how soon the surgery needs to be done and. Uh, and that is sometimes when the family, you know, and the parents, and they they get they find out that they have an ACL tear. They're like, oh, we got to get this operated right away, because our, my kid needs to go back to playing football, you know, for example. And that's not always always the uh, good way to go. What uh, the outcomes talk about is that you want to wait to have the ACL surgery um, after the initial initial inflammation inflammation has settled down. You know, when you first tear the ACL, the knee swells up and the, the knee doesn't move very well. It sort of gets doesn't have the full range of motion. And so if you if you have another surgery, which is, you know, if you think about it, surgery is another type of trauma you're putting your knee joint through, uh the outcomes are really poor. So you want to wait till the inflammation goes down and this can take a few weeks sometimes. You want to uh, improve your range of motion in the knee joint, and some some of the orthopedic surgeons will recommend the athletes to go through what's called prehab, which is sort of preparing, uh, doing rehab, preparing the knee for the surgery that is, uh, you know, going to happen. And it's important that you improve the knee range of motion, reduce the swelling. It's also important to start uh, be able to use the muscles around the knee joint, like the quadriceps and the hamstrings. 
after an ACL injury, sometimes the quadricep muscle just shuts down within 24 hours. And if the athlete is unable to use that muscle correctly and has surgery, the outcomes, again, are going to be poor. And so it is uh, important that you wait a little while till these things are addressed. And uh, is surgery always needed? And the, the general understanding, at least the practice that uh, where I work in, is that surgery is recommended. And a few reasons for that is, again, like I said earlier, ACL is the most important ligament in the uh, in the knee joint for these athletes. And if you don't uh, sort of uh, reconstruct that, it can put more stress on the other structures in the knee joint, such as the meniscus. And the uh, the chances of early uh, degenerative changes in this athlete is is higher if the ACL is not reconstructed. So if they want to go back to playing sports, surgery is almost recommended. What does the recovery time from surgery tend to be, and sort of what's the what's the standard pro, uh, process? Where where do you come in afterward as a physical therapist? The recovery process uh, we recommend for again adolescent athletes compared to college athletes is a little bit longer in in adolescent athletes and. Uh, there have been a lot of studies done which talks about delaying return to sports for younger athletes. That means at least nine months. We, in our practice, hold our athletes back for at least nine months, even longer, up to a year, before you know they're completely recovered, they've completely gone back to playing their sports again, which is something to keep in mind because you know the the parents and the kids they will hear about uh, you know all these NFL. Uh, stars who are going back to playing their sports in six months, and it's really important to differentiate between what uh, you know someone like Aiden Peterson or some of the big big names in the NFL sports are doing compared to your kid who is you know maybe 16, 17 years old. And there's a big difference, and we want to make sure they're fully ready to go back to sports so that they don't re-tear that ACL or the or the other side. And as a physical therapist, uh, we come into play within the first week uh, after the surgery. Um, like I said, it's important to make sure the knee range of motion is good in the early phases. You don't want, uh, after surgery, the athlete to lose range of motion uh, or not able to get fully uh, recovered from that. You want to make sure that the knee joint works very well, uh, the muscles around it. You want to make sure you protect the the ACL graft that has been put in. So physical therapists come into play pretty much uh, immediately um, and go in all the way through the rehab process and eventually when they're gradually performing cutting, pivoting motions in the in the clinic or the hospital and all the way till they return to sports, which could be nine months plus. So let, let's say that a, a young athlete, uh, and, and, and in conjunction with their parents, they, they do all those things. Uh, they, they wait nine months and they, uh, um, adhere faithfully to the, to the protocols for, for recovery. Can they expect to, uh, regain, uh, full function and return to, to sports with the, uh, the full participation that they had before? Um, it is absolutely possible for them to go back uh, in, in theory, uh, that they can go back to their previous levels. And uh, here's again where uh, some of the literature talks about uh, in terms of what the athletes who they first, when they come in for their rehab after their ACL surgery, uh, 91% of athletes expect to go back to their pre-injury levels. And that is the expectation when they first start off. Um, in reality, what ends up happening is about 
55% of them return to their competitive level. Um, so you would say one out of two kids is absolutely able to go back to their pre-injury levels and play sports competitively. Why would the, that other 45% not be able to? Uh, for uh, a variety of reasons. Uh, it could be, you know, the rehab process, like I said, is a long, long process, nine months to a year. That's a long time for an athlete to maintain that motivation to consistently day in and day out put in the hard work needed to go back. And um, so sometimes, you know, there is low motivation or sometimes some athletes are just uh, what's called uh, fearful of returning to sports, especially if you're playing, you know, a contact sport or a collision sport like football. There's there's that fear of re-injury. Um, there is also possibility that uh, their strength isn't quite coming back uh, as they, ex- they would expect to, to play at that level or somebody else on their team has uh, in that year has taken up their spot. So there are a variety of reasons that could happen which uh, why some of the athletes may not go back to playing at their uh, previous level. Niraj, what advice would you give to parents of young athletes about being mindful and trying to prevent ACL injuries from occurring in the first place? And this is, again, a conversation I have, uh, you know, we have our, with our athletes uh, and parents all the time. And essentially, it is important that especially kids in this age, you know, that 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old, is that we we teach them, you know, good fundamentals in terms of how to jump, you know, how to run, how to perform a cutting motion. Uh, these are not things that necessarily you're taught. You're taught to play football and soccer and lacrosse, but nobody teaches you how to properly do these things. And so these ACL injury prevention programs are really helpful, and I would encourage the parent and the kids to to have incorporated that in doing and talk to their coaches and try to incorporate this in their practices. You know, take take five minutes prep before you actually play soccer and perform the drills. You go through some of these injury prevention programs. Um, it's important that they warm up properly before they perform their practice or play their games. And uh, the other thing is make sure if you're uh, if you're you are experiencing some pain and discomfort. You know, make sure you rest. Uh, we a lot of time uh, underestimate the importance of rest, and you know, a lot of time parents and kids they will push their themselves or push their kids to continue participating, even though they might have that little uh, knee pain. Or uh, so it's important that we build on fundamentals. Make sure we warm up properly, and uh, if your body is telling you, "Hey, I need to rest," make sure you do that. And I guess during that recovery program, uh, parents should uh, be uh, making sure that uh, that their kids uh, are kind of putting in the work necessary to be able to uh, perform uh, fully if if that's their intention afterward. Absolutely. I mean, it's important. The the adherence to these uh, ACL injury programs is is important. And uh, uh, you know, we work with some of the uh, local community in the in the soccer teams to try and implement these programs uh, so that uh, we can, you know, hopefully again try and reduce uh, some of the ACL risk. Niraj Bahedi, thank you so much for talking to Move Forward Radio today. You've been listening to Move Forward Radio. Insight from our guests is for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for individual treatment by a medical professional. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or find previous episodes at moveforwardpt.com. 
Move Forward Radio is brought to you by MoveForwardPT.com, the official consumer information website of the American Physical Therapy Association. Find a physical therapist near you at MoveForwardPT.com.